Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pod People. What uh, what episode are we on? Twenty nine. That's it. Man, Same age as us. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. We're, we're, we're cresting that ridge. Yeah. So it's myself, Tomas, Dutch, Dutch as usual. It's our usual, cra- our usual cast. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's dead. <laughs> Just throw everybody off. You're like, I'm Joe now. I've taken over his. I went I, full leather face. I was wondering why you were wearing the Joe suit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looks good. Nice Joe's hand. still on assignment, though. Yeah, he's still on assignment in Panama. I don't know, yeah. wherever he is. I thought we weren't supposed to say. Oh, whoops. Behind oh, well, enemy lines. Fine. Now I'm in double secret probation. I'll cut this so, out. So, today we watched Arachnophobia. Yeah. Which uh, is a movie I lobbied for, like, a couple months ago, the second I found out that uh, Zach hadn't seen it. It's a weird one where I was the one that hasn't seen it because even Tomasa watched this one. Yeah. But uh, in my defense, my mother is like deathly afraid of spiders, so this was never going to be something I watched with her. So you know, she said when she watched it, it freaked her out so bad. So she's like, "I'm never watching it again." Yeah, yeah, it definitely has those like Jaws vibes where you don't want to go swimming directly after. <laughs> like this is definitely like you don't want to put your shoes on. <laughs> yeah. Immediately after watching this film, <laughs> so um. Uh, it was directed by Frank Mar- Marshall. Of Congo fame. Of Congo fame. Same <laughs> director of Congo. Uh, he's mostly known for a producer for Amble and Steven Spielberg's company. And uh, he's produced Raiders of the Lost Ark, Poltergeist, Color Purple, Money Pit, Roger Rabbit, uh, Sixth Sense, and I believe he'll be producing the fifth Indiana Jones film. So he's still, he's still burning over there. Wow. And he directed Congo. And he directed Congo. <laughs> Good one. I never watched. Dude, Congo's awesome. Congo's great. We should do all the animal attack movies ever. Do Grizzly. We'll do all of them. I can write it on the list. I have the, <laughs> I have the book of knowledge here. So, uh, do we have any fun facts? We always have fun facts. That's what I'm here for. Uh, this was released July 18th, 1990. A budget of 22 million, and then the gross was 53 million. And then this wow. also has, uh, Jeff Daniels, who we adore. Yeah. And uh, John Goodman. So fun. Big fan of John Goodman. Yeah, and he's great in this. Yeah. So, we uh, we open up on a jungle. We do, in Venezuela. Yeah, there's a, there's a boat cutting through the water. Right. And on this boat is one Mr. Manly photographer. Yeah. And uh, he bumps into uh, Julian Sands. I don't remember the character's name, but he's a doctor, professor. Doctor. Doctor. Right. It's infamous... Uh, for facing Do- the villain in Jackie Chan Adventures. Dr. Right. Atherton's his name. Dr. Atherton, there we go. Yeah, fun fact, uh, Tomas has all the names today. Because I was asleep at the wheel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Jesus just wouldn't take it. No. He just went right off the... Yeah, he said, fuck you, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> just like my dad did today. Wheel. Right. <laughs> Dr. Atherton's like the lead... Yeah, he's like researcher. a head researcher. Yeah. 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 So so there's some there's some sweet pipes laying it down during the uh they're in uh, Boy, that could have been said better. <laughs> I think you did it on purpose. There's like some hand flute noises being made. There's some hold on, just just walk it back. If 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 Tomas is merciful enough to edit that first part no, out. No, please don't. <laughs> Keep it in. There's some pan flute noises I'm a fan of. Uh, I bet you are a fan of the pan flute. Yes, I'm, I'm a fan of many flutes. Yeah, bet. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting off to a great foot. Oh, yeah. So, I'm going to get fired uh, from this job, too. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Manly complains about a fever. The doctor tells him to suck it up and to be sick on his own time because they're on a schedule and they got to go. They, they load into a helicopter and they just fly over the forest. It's and, awesome shots. Yeah, yeah. it's just... You know, rivers and 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 cliffs and waterfalls and uh, the dar the the professor is explaining to him that they're going to a place that's just untouched uh, ecologically. It's been preserved for millions of years. Yeah, priests can't get in there. Yeah, so nobody nobody can can go through or get in without coming back. They say hunters don't come back from the journey getting there, but luckily they can fly. Right. So. Uh, when they land, they, they have a native tour guide, mm-hmm. and they're warned that everything here is deadly. They got ants that kill in 24 hours. They yeah. 
They have frogs that you can't touch. You know, it's a mess. And at some point during their hike, the guy just kind of stops walking, and he's like, yeah, I'm, I don't go further. <laughs> right. As far Doesn't as I'll give go. an explanation. Everybody just kind of rolls on through. That right. would have been helpful, but... Yeah, so so they had their equipment lowered down a cliff as they went down a walking route. Yeah. Um, so they get down to the bottom, and uh, they start setting up these uh, these funnels. These big funnels on the ground. And and this whole time, Manly's been like, he's not really down. You know, he doesn't really get it. He's just taking pictures. Yeah, jabs and jabs. Yeah, you know, like, he doesn't understand what they're doing, so the professor explains to him, like, yes, I, I study insects, it's my job. What's, what's your passion? He's like, oh, football. You know, like, he doesn't really have a stake in the adventure. So, they have this giant gun that gets lowered down to him. It's like a yeah. big... Big leaf blower looking thing, like a space leaf blower, very Congo looking item. So you guys should watch. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it sprays like these fumes. It it, it fumigates the, the a tree yeah. that they're at, and all these butterflies and and birds and uh, bugs start falling from the tree into these funnels that they set up. So they're looking for new species, and it's a gold mine. Yeah. You know, they got a couple new species of butterfly, possibly a few other things. Yeah, it's a real butterfly crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> that was just for Tom Austin. Sorry, I could not make the joke. <laughs> oh, I went right over my head. <laughs> butterfly crime scene. <laughs> Continue with the book. So, uh, there is a particularly loud thunk in one of the funnels. Yeah. And the photographer goes to check it out, and, and he comes close to his camera. And uh, it's a tarantula. Right. It's a really large bug. It's well, like as big as your fist. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, we don't actually know if it's a tarantula, but for the purposes of description, it's a tarantula. Right. Anyway, that thing isn't actually dead, and it jumps on his camera lens. Yeah. And he uh, understandably freaks out, does the heebie-jeebies, and steps on it. And uh, the, the professor is like, oh, great, you know. Yeah, thanks, Dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possibly new species. That spire's worth more than your life. Pretty much, but luckily they have some other specimens, and they're not dead either. They've been jarring them, and uh, the right. professor says we're going to uh, we're going to take two of them. Uh, we're going to preserve two, and we're going to keep two alive. Mm -hmm. You know, but uh, but he's he's thrilled and over the moon about this uh, this spider. So um, as they they take these, we notice a rather large spider on top of it, um, and it's big. Oh, yeah. It's a big one, probably bigger than your hand. Right. And it sees all this happening and all this commotion, and it, it seems to have some form of agency. Yeah. Because as they're pulling a cot away, as they're, like, moving stuff out, the spider just kind of scurries through the trees and then jumps into a cot and hides in, in a bag as they're moving away. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. And so as they as they leave and get back to base camp, they're inspecting all the various animals that they have. And one of them points out that the new spiders they have don't have any sex organs. Mm. They're just uh, devoid of those. And they're thinking, oh, that's interesting. Like like bees or ant colonies, maybe. Also a bummer. <laughs> it's like an or species that have soldier type. Could you imagine not having sex organs? How much that would suck? I couldn't imagine. Anyway, so... Um, I like it got all quiet, like, I'm the weird one. Alright, fuck you guys. <laughs> so, uh, as uh, Manly's still complaining about his fever, and he says, well, you know, that's it for me today. I'm going to go lie down. And, and he does. He leaves. Gets into his cot. be the last thing he ever did. It's true, because the spider has followed him, and this is one of the many shots that they do that I really appreciate, where they have the silhouette of a spider on the other side of some form of canvas yes. they use this shot like four or five times throughout the movie and it's always great i love like you know the the presence of the spider is scarier than seeing the spider itself yeah you get to make it larger you get to show movement you get to show that it's presence mm -hmm. it's really fun so the spider crawls along the side of his tent and then into his cot under yeah. his blankets and you see the the shake of the blanket as it comes by yeah, and he kind of takes a peek uh when he notices his blankets moving and we just get a close-up shot of two teeth just sinking into skin yes yeah. and and manly freaks out and 
does a very small amount of convulsing before he just goes completely stiff and falls down. Uh, How convincing is was that? It's you? pretty good. It looks it looks like I look uh when whenever my leg cramps up. <laughs> <laughs> pretty painful. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like a giant tarantula just bit into my leg. Yeah. And you just have to you know scream into a pillow and hope no one hears. I think you do that anyway. Yeah, I do bite pillows from time to time. You know, I mistake them for marshmallows. That's, that's what I'm getting at. I'm not sure where you're getting at. So. Moving on. Yeah, so uh, the, the, pro- the professor discovers him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, an assistant discovers him, but the professor right. pronounces him dead, and they put him in a coffin. Yeah. It's just kind of made out of wood. And conveniently, there's a spider-sized hole in the coffin. Well, well, there, there's actually a purpose for those. So so the spider crawls into the coffin as they're nailing it shut, and then they put poles through those holes. So well, that now they I'm just an it. asshole. Thanks. Yes. So, and then as they're going through... <laughs> So, so, long story short, this whole opening sequence is to explain how a large spider gets into the continental United States. Right. Um, this coffin is sent back to his hometown. Does anybody have the name of the hometown? Kawaima? Kamanga? Yeah, it's like, it's like Kawaima or something like yeah. that. Kanaima. Um, Kanaima? Yes. Oh, fuck it, we were close. <laughs> so they go to K-Town. And, it's actually uh, with a C. Is it really? Yeah. Damn. Okay. Kanaima. Now I'm the asshole. I mean, no one's disputing it. (laughs) So, um, Coffin arrives at the coroner's office, and they do this joke every time. Yeah. Coroner's eating food. Right. You know, I'm kind of tired of it, but it's 1990, you know. They they have until Daredevil till I'm done with it. So, like, you know. Underappreciated movie. It's alright. I'd like to see the director's cut. I got it on disc. Yeah, because yeah, I've heard the director's cut's pretty good. Yes, it's got that whole Coolio subplot. I didn't know that wasn't. I didn't know that movie. was a thing. I, yeah. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, Coolio's in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as this is they 1990, go, so. <laughs> so we got a mortician eating a yeah, sandwich. Yeah, so he's he's eating a sandwich, and uh, when they unscrew the coffin, it it looks like Imhotep in there. Yeah, for like sure. it's just drained, you know. It looks bad. It looks like a vampire had his way with the corpse. And uh, the coroner goes over and picks up a telephone and says, Hey, I know we agreed on an open casket. <laughs> but we're going to have to seal that up and just, yeah. just put a picture. You might want to reconsider. Yeah, this this isn't good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like, you can come look at the body, but... <laughs> yeah, so the spider's, the spider's creeping along corners, a heavyset guy. And it's like, oh, it's, it's right by his hand. But then it, it doesn't go. And then we have a dog and a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, the dog and the cat see the large spider and immediately escape out of the uh, the doggy door. The spider also escapes from the doggy door. Yeah, which like which is great because it's spider. a yeah. big spider. So it kind of it kind of crawls out and then it immediately gets swept up by a crow. <laughs> yeah, and this crow um, flies. What would you say? Like a mile by the crow flies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I'd agree with that. As the crow flies, as it were? Yes. So, uh, and it immediately just drops out of the sky. It's like one of my favorite things. You know, it's it's great. Like, you just hear a little car, and the bird just plops. Straight yeah. down. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's outside of a nice little uh, little home in the countryside. There's a whole family there. They seem to be unloading boxes. A kid kicks a ball and it rolls right over down to where that dead bird is and he comes to go pick up the ball right next to the spider. He's like, Dad, there's a dead bird here. Mm-hmm. Dad says don't touch it. The dad, and we finally get into our primary cast, is uh, Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Jeff Daniels, amazing actor. Yeah. Uh, he was, uh, this, this was his era, more or less. Mm-hmm. You know, his time to shine. He had a bit of a comeback a couple years ago. Yeah, he did a big TV show. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah, me neither. I, I, I just noticed he was back in stuff around the time The Martian came out. Right. But, uh, fantastic actor. Really good. Yeah. He's so, Dr. Jennings in this movie. Yes. So his name is, is Dr. Jennings, and he's going to be the new town doctor. Yeah. So he's, uh, unloading and, uh, 
moving things and as he's uh as he's unloading stuff um one of his kids runs up to him and said dad there's a big spider in the house it's huge it's like the size of my hand and he's like okay we'll go check it out and he walks into the room and he calls for his wife he's like yeah you know wife will kill the spider yeah and uh and i i think it's a joke you know right like you know i think he's just cracking wise but then you know the wife's like okay i'll take care of it i'm like oh no he's not joking he's actually afraid of spiders and uh buddy he picked the wrong movie <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> wife goes checks out the box and there is a sizable spider by any means that aren't this film yeah <laughs> you know like if you saw this spider in real life you'd be justifiably creeped out yeah so as it comes out and it's doing its thing, uh, she takes it and decides to put it in the barn. Yeah. You know, like, why do I kill it? And uh, Jeff Daniels, as it comes by, he looks like just fear-stricken. Yeah. As the tissue with the spider in it come, comes by him. He's backing up, you know, he does not look good. He's not a fan of that spider. Good size spider. Yeah. Looks like a house spider. Yeah, so, so that night, um so they're here from the big city mm -hmm. we had a brief establishing thing a little early on and how like this kind of isn't their speed because he's like has a wine cellar now but he's got like a whole bunch of expensive wines and he's trying to explain the cost of the wine to the movers and they're like yeah whatever yeah, yeah. so so they're coming here from the big city uh the wife was a stockbroker used to making a lot of money the uh he was like a big shot city doctor and now they're they're moving here to kind of have it quiet down you know less hustle and bustle more more quiet time and um they're inheriting all of the doctor the the doctor that lives in this town is retiring and he's going to inherit all of his patients yes so the next day he goes to meet with the doctor about that process and the doctor informs him uh, oh wait i skipped over something so oh, the most important part. Yeah, the most important part. So as they as they're discussing this great life that they're gonna have, uh, they have a, a brief little, you know, romantic spark, which then fades over to the barn. Yeah. In which the spider that the wife put into the barn mates with the spider. The, oh the, yeah. The big Venezuelan spider. That's right. Yeah, they got their, their arms up in, in that kind of mating ritual thing. I don't know how spiders communicate, but... Time is just kind of funny because it's like Jeff Daniels and his wife and then immediately after and then, show. And then it cuts to the spiders, yeah. yeah. Hey, I they can feel in the air, all right? They're yeah. like, there's banging in the air. Yeah, it's springtime. That's yeah. right. Time. So that's a problem. Fuck. The Venezuelan spider is uh, breeding with the, the local... Well, we found out later it's making its queen, right? Yeah. So, ooh, interesting. So, uh, yeah. Um, That's a problem. So, so um, Jeff Daniels goes to meet with the other doctor. Doctor, I think it's Metcalf. The next yeah, morning. Yeah, Metcalf. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yes. Metcalf informs him, no, I changed my mind, I'm not retiring. Yeah, he's like, fuck you, Jeff. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh, the second I retire, I'm going to die, I don't want to die. And, Fair enough. And Jeff Daniels is like, we, you know, we, we moved here because we thought we were getting all those patients. He's like, well, too bad. <laughs> yeah, figure it out. So... So Jeff Daniels walks outside, you know, mopey, and uh, someone's writing him a ticket. Mm -hmm. And uh, that dude's a jackass. Just a, you know, cop with too much power in his head, you know. He's like the dude. only cop in town, right? Yeah. So, so uh, and as he's writing a ticket, Jeff Daniels kind of tries to talk his way out of it. But uh, luckily he's saved by an old school teacher. Yeah. You know, 60-year-old, 68-year-old lady comes by, tears up the ticket, and says, oh, he's a bully. I know. I held him back in fifth grade. Yeah. <laughs> and she walks with him, and she just, she's a straight shooter, you know? Yeah. She's letting everybody know what she thinks of everybody. She's She's been here too long and just doesn't give a crap. Mm -hmm. uh, she's also very friendly, and she's like, yeah, I'm really looking to having you. You have one patient. You have me if you want to do a yeah. do a checkup. And he's like, oh, thank well, you. Yeah, she's his neighbor. Yeah. And her name is Margaret. Yeah, and we like Margaret. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he has a conversation, Jeff Daniels has a conversation with his wife that uh, he's like, I got good news and bad news. The good news is I'm examining a patient uh, tomorrow. The bad news is it's my only patient. Yep. And the wife's like, what? We, we checked out 14 towns. You know, we moved here. We bought a house. We were expecting having those. And. 
she's like, well, I, maybe I can, you know, get a fax machine and work part time from here. And mm-hmm. and Jeff Daniels was, no, no, we we can deal with this. You know, yeah. maybe maybe this this uh, teacher Margaret's ridiculously sick. Right. And then it smash cut to like him going, well, that was a wonderful examination. You're perfectly healthy. And uh, uh, actually, you got the whole life finding the web in the barn. Oh, so did that happen fly. in between? Yeah. Because yeah. okay. she's... You're that's right, what she's doing yeah. in the day. She's taking pictures of the web in the barn. She's, at, she's out. She's taking pictures of everything. Goes in the barn. Finds this big-ass web. And then when they're at dinner, she's like, Hey, Jeff, I found like this big-ass web. You should come see this shit. And then we find out Jeff gives us reasons why he's scared of spiders. Because when he was two, his very first memory, he was in a crib. And a spider started crawling on him, and he was, like, paralyzed with fear. And he couldn't do anything about it as it crawled around on his face. And then he goes to the barn, sees the web, freaks out, falls ass over tea kettle off of a ladder, because he found a dead critter in the webs. And then, there you go. That's it. Very good. Excellent. <laughs> right. Appreciate this. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> well, that's why we're all here. So. And then we also see, like, uh, there's, like, a lot of baby spiders, right? Yeah, there's an yeah. egg sac. Yeah. And it's pulsating. Yeah. Lovely. Pulsating egg sac. Right. Yeah, so the checkup went well. The next uh, morning. Yeah, and uh, it's all good. Uh, so, you know, he can't milk her for any money, but she suggests, why don't you have a party? Yeah. You know, have like a coming meeting, you know, and just have everybody together, introduce yourself, and Jeff Daniels is like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So... Uh, they have a party. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's a big one. The whole town's there and you, and, uh, it's not a good party. Uh, everybody's all quirky and small towny and they all have like their own issues. They're like bringing to the forefront, you know, the coroners are eating too much. Some dude wants him to check out, uh, you know, some kind of bump he has somewhere. <laughs> um, it's not on his penis. Yeah. There's a, there's a drunk couple. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of making a ruckus and Jeff Daniels asks what's up and he's talking to the coroner whose plate is just full of cookies and the coroner says, uh, oh yeah, well that's, that's the Manleys, you know, their son just died. Yeah. You know, from, from Venezuela. He's a, he was a scientist or photographer or something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, that's, that's too bad. So, yeah. um, after, after this party, uh, we kind of follow Margaret home a bit. Yeah. And she's doing her nightly routine. And uh, so these spiders that came from the egg sac, they're not like the giant tarantulas we've seen so far. Oh, yeah. They're much more manageable spiders. Yeah. They're, they're smaller. <laughs> they're, they're leaner. They're, they're probably like... Mm, I'm trying to come up. They're, I don't know. Like the size of an ear, maybe? Bro, if I saw it in my house, I'd shit a kitten. That thing was so big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not, like, tarantula big, but they're pretty sizable. Right. Uh, Bigger than anything you've probably ever seen in your house. Yeah, or anything you'd want to see in your house. Fair enough. Big enough for me. Right. Yeah, big enough to where I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we, we have kind of a horror sequence here where she's going about her house and the spider's just everywhere. Like, it's, yeah. it's here, there, and it's, uh, it's inside of her lamp. And you can see the silhouette of the spider. And when she goes to click off the lamp, it, it falls down. And mm-hmm. it bites her hand as the light goes out. Pretty fun shot. Yeah. And there's a scream. Next day, uh, Jeff Daniels is talking to his wife. And he's like, yeah, I tried to call Margaret and she didn't pick up. Yeah. Jeff Daniels is like, okay, uh, I'll go oh. check on her. Right. And he goes down to go find her. And uh, there's, a couple, there's a couple signs. One, her newspaper's in the driveway. Two, her Maine Coon is outside. That's a cat. Rather large cat. Um, Diagnosed by Tomas. Yeah, yes. Tomas nailed it. This Maine Coon right out of the gate. Yes, an orange one. And uh, I don't know anything about cats because I don't like them. Yeah, well, we have that same exact kind of cat, so oh. that's how I know that one. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, as they get in... Uh, Jeff Daniels comes into the house and finds, you know, the lady falling over and they, you know, they call for the coroner and medical professionals. And, and that's why that. you get life alert. I don't think it would have helped her. Oh. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and a pregnant pause rolling into our next segue. So so here here Dr. Metcalf shows up and he starts talking about her blood pressure. Mm-hmm. And I left this out of the exam, but um, she was on blood pressure med- medication. And uh, Jeff Daniels took her off of it because it wasn't the same type of hypertension that required uh, any medicating. Yeah. So, in Metcalf's opinion, he just murdered this lady. You know, Jeff Daniels, by taking her off this medication, has, has killed Margaret. And, and he's very vocal about it. He's like, I'm going to pursue this malpractice to the furthest extent of the law. This was a wonderful woman. And they kind of have words about it because he's like, hey, if you were up to date, you'd know she didn't need those pills. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of defending himself and the whole town, everybody standing around there seems to kind of be against him. Uh, so he says, uh, that, uh, when someone has like a cardiac arrest or something relating to blood pressure, they don't typically bite off their tongue, you know, so that's a different set of things. So, uh, at her funeral, one of the people he met at the party was a coach at the local football team. Yeah. And, uh, he says, oh, it's a shame what happened to Margaret. I can throw you some business though. Yeah. You know, come down, examine the boys, and uh, he's like, oh, yeah, sure, I'd love to do that. Uh, so, meanwhile, the house has some rotting wood in it. The The basement floor is, the um, Jeff Daniels is trying to, like, you know, put up boards and do some work around his, his wine cellar, and every nail he shoots through just doesn't stick, because the wood's rotting away. And uh, he, he shoots a few nails through the floor. Yeah. Comes close to hitting his kid and his wife. Um, and so he goes back upstairs. He's like, oh, this is terrible. It must be like termite damage or something. Mm-hmm. And they it call... Really bad. They call uh, the local exterminator... John Goodman. John Goodman, also known as uh, uh, Delbert McClintock. All right. Great name. Yeah. And... Um, so I feel like this character went to the same extermination school that Christopher Walken did in Mouse Hunt. They're giving off the same vibe. Right. You know, of just somebody way too serious about their profession. And, uh, you know, he introduces himself and he's got his, his jumpsuit on, his gloves, and he's like, you know, assessing the situation, poking the walls. Yeah. And uh, his wife said, yeah, my husband thinks it might be termites. He's like, oh, is he an expert then? Like, you know, like just kind of, you know. It's like, there isn't room in this field for amateurs. Right, <laughs> he's just trying to justify his position. Yeah, and as he goes down, he's checking everything out, and uh, then he, he diagnoses that there are, in fact, no termites here. Yeah, just bad wood. Yeah. Bad wood. And then wife asks, what do you do with bad wood? You get good wood. Take out bad wood. Yeah. Exactly like that. Uh, he, he recommends at one point when they're doing the inspection, tearing out the floor. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's like, oh, probably nothing then if you don't want to. Right. But, like, he wanted to. Uh, so, so that's kind of our introduction to John Goodman's character. Yeah. Uh, Real treat. So, Jeff Daniels goes to uh, goes to the high school and checks out these football players. Yeah, yeah. he does. Does the old uh, turn your head and cough sequentially on like you know sixteen dudes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is a record for the town. By the way. Right. Not a record for Dutch though. Oh my. <laughs> it would be on a weekday. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so as they uh go outside to uh the football game jeff daniels is just kind of hanging out and watching them play yeah you know he's just kind of chilling and uh there's a spider on the field mm-hmm. and it crawls into one of the players helmets before he gets in so the player gets called in he throws the helmet on he goes out to play he gets tackled he doesn't get back up that's right and everybody gathers around, and Jeff Daniels comes to inspect him, and uh, and he's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, the spider gets crushed as it leaves the football helmet. No one notices. And uh, he goes, uh, he drives home, and his kids are really sad. He's like, hey, kids, why are you sad? And he's like, oh, 
everybody's calling you Dr. Death. They okay. say you want to cut people up. Right. And he's like, oh, no, I want to do an autopsy. Right. You know, because what happened with Margaret and what happened with this football kid, it wasn't right, you know? Is it a love autopsy? No. Oh. It's just an autopsy. Right. And uh, so there, he's trying to explain what an autopsy is, and he's like, yeah, anybody would do it. And we cut to, we cut to Doc McClintock in his house on a treadmill. Doc, uh... Metcalf. Yeah, Metcalf. Metcalf, the old doctor. Yeah. Yeah, Doc Metcalf, he's talking with his, uh, his wife... I'm not sure of the wife's name, but uh, she plays uh, uh, Happy Gilmore's grandma. Yeah. In Happy Gilmore. The one that dresses up like Gene Simmons. I think that's the part you go with. That's good. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, the one that made out with uh, Shooter McGavin in his fantasy sequence. Wow. Ah, uh, shit. <laughs> what a time to be alive. So, uh, there's a spider in their home, too, and they're having a discussion about how, like, you know, oh, this new hotshot doctor's trying to do autopsies and all this bullshit. Right. Newfangled like, medicine. And the wife's like, could you be a little jealous of the young doctor? And he's like, no, he's just a quack. And the spider crawls into one of his loafers. Right. And one of his, like, uh, his, uh, shoes. And when the doctor puts it on, he immediately gets bit. Yep. And he falls over on the bed, and he tells his wife, I'm having a seizure. She's like, oh, what should I do? He's like, call, call Jeff Daniels. That's right. But it's cool is this is the first person that they actually acknowledge it's a spider bite. He's like, I think I got bit by something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so that's important. Right. So from there, they go on to uh, uh, Jeff Daniels picks up the phone. He runs on down. By the time he gets there, the coroner's already there. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they find the body, and uh, the coroner kind of just manhandles the bully cop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know who's in charge immediately. It's the coroner. Like, the coroner has jurisdiction, and they're talking, and as they, they get to the body, um, Jeff Daniels and the coroner are discussing the possible things it could be. Yeah. Uh, there's a number of things, and uh, Jeff, Jeff Daniels thinks it's, it's funky, and he notices the spider bite on his toe. Mm-hmm. It's like, could that be a spider bite? And the coroner says, 20 years, I've only seen one fatal spider bite, and it was a black widow on a one-year-old baby. Oof. You know? Yeah, there was a tragedy. Yeah. So, they were, uh, but uh, he's like, oh, you know, we gotta, we gotta get to the bottom of this. We gotta figure this out. So, um, uh, they both agree in the gravity of the situation that the coroner will back whatever the doctor wants to do. Yeah. So the next day, the doctor calls up the coroner again and says, I want to exhume the bodies. Mm-hmm. You know, because the coroner tells him, hey, there was some toxin we found on these on these uh, tests. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not sure what it is. It's hard to say. There could be a couple things. And Jeff Daniels like, exhume the bodies. I got to know. And the coroner okays it. Jeff Daniels goes to talk to the cop to get him to exhume the bodies. The cop gives him some pushback, but Jeff Daniels, like, wins. He knows it's shitty. Mm-hmm. So... They actually uh, exhume the bodies, and uh, uh, but uh, before they actually exhume the bodies, Jeff Daniels calls up uh, the doctor from the beginning of the movie, the professor. Yeah. Uh, he calls him up and says, hey, I got some weird spider bites over here, and um, the doctor's very dismissive, mm-hmm. and he says, uh, hey, you know, there's like... 50, 60,000 spiders on an acre of yeah. land. And each one of those spiders eats, like, you know, a number of insects per year. Mm-hmm. It's like, so every... It's like a hundred, something like that. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, so every every acre... Yeah, he's like, they can eat, like, five insects a week or something like that. I forget what he said. But he's like, so every acre uh, is worth about five million insects consumed by spiders annually it's like and could you imagine the world without those spiders you know getting rid of all those insects so um this movie i don't really know how to describe it 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 does the the silence of the lambs thing uh i'm not sure if it's a trope or something but basically like in silence of the lambs at the beginning when clarice comes in Mm -hmm. 
and she's talking to Dr. Lecter, and uh, Hannibal Lecter says, like, oh, it's probably a, a transvestite, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, Clarice goes, like, no, they're very, very kind, very, very docile people, you know? They're not violent. And it, it, does, it does the same thing where it's, like, trying to boost up actual spiders in reality versus the fake movie spider. Yeah. But it kind of falls a little flat in the face of the entire movie, uh-huh. you know, like... <laughs> Like, Silence of the Lambs has the same problem of, like, trying to, you know, raise a hand and stick up for a trans person and demonizes one the entire film. Like, I don't know. Big bad spider. Yeah. Spider bad. Yeah. So, spider bad. But, uh, but I like the effort, you know. Uh, when I was a kid and I first saw this movie, that five million number stuck with me for a long time. I was just like, oh, yeah, kill bunch of insects. I like this takeaway. I took the other takeaway of like, fucking it, 50,000 spiders per acre? That's a fuck ton of spiders. <laughs> That's a lot, yeah. Indeed it is. Anyway, as they're, uh, so the, the doctor's like, he's totally dismissive of him. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions the, the city he's in. Yeah. Um, whose name slips my mind again, but it definitely starts with a C. Yeah. Konema, Kanima. 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 And uh, that name rings a bell with the professor, but he's not exactly sure why. But that bell ringing is why he decides to send an aide down. Yeah. So he walks into his uh, his room, and there's an aide playing foosball. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I'm sending you to a city tomorrow. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, he goes down. So then they actually exhume the bodies. Yeah. And the aide, the coroner, and Jeff Daniels search the bodies for bites. Mm-hmm. And uh, they find them. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. yeah, All three of them have spider bites. So um, the aide calls up the professor and he says, this is bad. We got three bodies here, three spider bites. Like, this isn't a coincidence. Uh, We may need to quarantine the town. This is, this is beyond my pay grade. Yeah. It's like, you got to get down here. And the doctor goes, okay, yeah, I can be down there in like two days or like, Mm -hmm. you know, by, by tomorrow. But you need to find me a live spider. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, so this starts a sequence where they look for the spider. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not sure whose house they go to. Maybe it's Margaret's. Maybe yeah, I think they the go doctor. to Margaret's. Yeah, yeah. So, but they're they're looking around the house for a spider, which is a great scene. Because mm-hmm. uh, if you've ever lost track of a bug in your house, <laughs> this will be very reminiscent of that. And there's kind of a dread of looking in coffee cups and like, you know, just around corners and lifting a yeah, towel. And this suspense, scene yeah. really nails that. Yeah. So during this scene, there's also a, there's also a little bit of a psycho homage mm-hmm. because uh, the coach's daughter is going to take a shower. And uh, she gets attacked by a spider in the shower, which is a couple really cool shots of, like, the spider crawling on the, the uh, curtain rack. Yeah. You know, as, as she's she's in the shower, and uh, it ends up falling on her face. Yeah, and she somehow doesn't notice. Yeah, and I don't know how they filmed this, you know, without yeah. harming the spider, like, dropping a spider on someone's face and having them brush it off, and then having that spider, like, roll down the drain. Yeah. Uh I assume they didn't use that much water, and I assume it was a fake drain, you know, but uh, I don't know. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. But, uh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. So, anyway, as they're, as they're going through and that sequence happens, uh, they're still searching the house for the spider. Yeah. And uh, the, the kind of useless cop guy, he grabs a box of cereal, and uh, he's kind of eating from there, but one of his handfuls contains... A giant-ass dead spider. Yeah. And he freaks out and starts screaming, and everybody runs to come and uh, see what's up, and they find they find the dead spider. Mm-hmm. And um, they still have to keep looking, because the dead spider's not good enough. They need a live spider, because the dead spider is, uh, like, bereft of fluids. Yeah. You know, they need one that has some, some juice still in it, that isn't desiccated, mm-hmm. so that they can do some kind of analysis. Um... And, uh, is, is this when, uh, the exterminator goes to the house at the same time? Yeah, it is, yeah, it's during, it's around the time. Yeah. So, around this time or so, the, uh, um, the exterminator, uh, John Goodman goes to the, the house where the girl was showering looking for the spider. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a fun little scene where he talks about a guy who uh, got bit by a nest of black widows and survived. And he's looking around for the spider. And there's a few close calls. Mm -hmm. And there's a few, uh, um, you know, dodges. And uh, where he comes really close to the spider, but he doesn't see it. And he's like, yeah, there's no spider here. Mm -hmm. And uh, he leaves. And as he leaves, he finds a spider out on the, uh, out on the dock. Uh, like kind of a patio walkway yeah. type thing and he sprays it with poison and it keeps moving and then he sprays it with poison and it keeps moving and he goes over and, and steps on it and I actually had to look this up because that spider that was running around I don't think that was a prop spider I'm pretty sure that was a real spider and so I'm sure like you know he didn't put full force and they cut it away but I wanted to see how they did it so I looked it up mm -hmm. and it said that he had uh, it was a hollow shoe it didn't have a bottom. Uh -huh. It just shot it, and so oh. like basically, wow. when he when he stepped, the the spider was in the the groove in the middle. Oh. Wow. So I was like, okay, that's neat, because yeah. um, on the production they were very careful not yeah. to harm any spiders. Yeah. Um, Which is good. Yeah. They had a spider wrangler. Yeah, but uh, I'm always amazed by a lot of these shots where they, you know, the combination of prop spiders and live spiders, uh, just to like sell everything. Uh, like, and it looks know, pretty if, good. If you did it today, it would be all CGI. Yeah. You know, they they wouldn't have like shipped in, you know, a couple dozen spiders. Yeah, it was like the nineties, right? Yeah, it was ninety exactly. Yeah. So. You see that like Jurassic Park a couple years later, the same thing, right? So well, yeah, with real dinosaurs. <laughs> that would have been cool, but yeah. Yeah. anyway. Um, so uh, back back at the house, they're searching. Mm. Uh, the aide and and uh, Jeff Daniels they they're moving a curtain and the spider literally just jumps out at him, mm -hmm. and the aide's able to dodge and the uh, the aide's just staring down the spider and the spider's staring down the aide and uh, he's like you gotta make a move Jeff Daniels you gotta take a step towards it or something get it off my back so I can do something about it and Jeff Daniels is just against the wall paralyzed with fear mm -hmm. can't move can't do anything. Just kind of nailed in place. And uh, the the aide tells him, like, look, yeah, you, you freeze up, but your brain can release, you know, chemicals that get you through it. And he's like, I don't think I have that neurotransmitter. <laughs> but he takes a step. The spider kind of lunges towards him, but the aide has, a uh, like, a little wine glass and immediately just tucks it on the spider. Just captured. Great. We got our specimen. Yeah, that, that guy deserves a medal. Definitely. So, um, yeah. when, uh, when the, the professor comes in that night, uh, he rolls in and he's like, hey, did you find a specimen? Yeah. So they start analyzing it. So he and the aide say like, oh, it has three, uh, has like three venom sacs, mm -hmm. you know, and they, they take a little vial of it and they inject it into a mouse and the mouse dies instantly. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is some, some potent stuff. Uh, this can kill really fast, and uh, he also realizes it doesn't have any uh, sexual sexual organs. Yeah. So once again, he's like, "Oh yeah, just like Venezuela," and it's been revealed that, uh, you know, the the manly connection to the professor. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah, that guy that died manly, he was on your Venezuela trip. He's like, okay, so the professor figures it all out. He's like, "We're these are hybrids. Mm -hmm. They're." You know, half house spider, half uh, evil Venezuela spider, and uh, they're all drones. But the uh, there's these two spiders there. There's the queen, the one that's producing these, and the general, the one that got brought over initially. Yeah. And the general's the, the big one, and then the queen will, her next set of offspring will produce spiders that can breed. Yeah. And those spiders will, will spread across the country. Yeah. You know, there won't be any stopping them. You know, in, in Venezuela, they're stopped by geography. You know, they can't get over the mountains. They mm -hmm. can't get through anywhere. But uh, but here is different. Yeah. So now we have stakes. You know, before it was the town, but now it seems like it's the world. Yeah. So, uh... Also, this is fun. I, I didn't know. Is this... Or it might be a little later, but the spiders, they're cannibals. I didn't know this. Yeah, uh, a lot of spiders will eat other spiders. How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Yeah, it's just... awesome. Yeah. 
That's really cool. Even spiders are scared of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> I would be. Shit. <laughs> Heck, if I even saw a person crawling towards me with fangs and eight eyes, I'd be uncomfortable. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think we're all on the same page. I'm glad <laughs> that's, that's the result. So, yeah. So, they asked, like, what they'll be looking for in terms of, like, a nest. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, it'll be, it'll be damp. It'll be, uh, you know devoid of other spiders because spiders are cannibals so the the queen and the general won't let any spiders around mm-hmm. you know so that those spiders won't eat the babies yeah it's like, okay that makes sense and so they um jeff jeff daniels and uh and uh the exterminator they decide to go to the coroner's house because yeah, that's they, the connection yeah they think that's where the nest will be yeah because the uh manly came to the coroner's uh office and that's where like you know everybody started dying so they go run to the coroner's meanwhile uh the professor and uh what is it the coroner oh he's the cop he goes with the cop right yeah okay so the professor and the cop as they're walking by he notices a picture on the wall and uh, he's like, where was this taken? He's like, oh, at the, at the uh, Jeff Daniels place. He's like, oh, take me there. Because the picture on the wall is the picture that the wife took earlier in the film. Yeah. At the barn uh, of that, that crazy web. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those moments where, like, you couldn't do it today or you'd have to cut in a shot of someone trying to call someone on a cell phone and it not going through. Because yeah. this, this plot point doesn't happen without cell phones. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Yeah, because uh, if cell phones existed, they would have just called and been like, I think it's your house, Jeff. Yeah. Right. But uh, he runs to the coroners, and uh, we had a little shot earlier where, um, you know, oh, yeah, the, the coroner's out. He's watching Wheel of Fortune. You can't reach him. Mm-hmm. So uh, he and his wife are adorable. They got popcorn with fake butter and Cokes, and they're just living life, enjoying it. They're giddy watching Wheel of Fortune. And uh, there's, unfortunately, a spider in the bowl. Yeah. And uh, by the time Jeff Daniels gets there, um, they're both dead. Mm-hmm. They're both on the couch all waxy. And when uh, Jeff Daniels is inspecting them, a spider crawls out of one of their noses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they freak out and they kind of, like, take off. <laughs> well, they're, they're there, kind of. Mm-hmm. But um, the professor goes to the barn with the cop. Mm-hmm. And the second he gets to the barn, he says, uh, go get Jeff Daniels and, and the exterminator. Like, this is this is the place. Yes. And uh, and he's looking around uh, the barn, and he climbs up um, a couple of, uh, you know, the, the ladder. And uh, he's, he's pretty brave. He's, he sees, like, dead birds and rats and a dead cat all wound up. And he's like, man. So gnarly. Oh. Yeah. And so as he's as he's looking around, he uh, he disturb he disturbs some stuff, and then there's that giant ass spider, the general. They uh, it's a little robot, and it kind of like springs up and attacks him, bites into him. Uh, fun fact I found looking at this movie: the animatronic spider for this film was uh, crafted by one Jamie Heineman oh, of cool. MythBusters fame. Yeah. Really? Nice. So so that's fun. Yeah. Uh, that is a fun. You fact. got more fun facts than I do. Yeah, it's a fun movie. Am I getting replaced? Filled with fun facts. Guess I'm we fired. didn't want to tell you. Oh man! It's what happened to Joe? Uh, I told you about Panama. Oh no! <laughs> I can't. I can't so, handle it. We made so, it Panama because of how much he loved uh, Sahara. Oh okay. So Jamie Heineman. Right. Yeah. That's really cool. So um, Jeff Daniels and the cop and. Mm-hmm. The aide and the exterminator, they all run back to the house uh, yeah. once they're fetched by the cop. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they get there, they kind of part ways. John Goodman's going to go check out the barn. Mm-hmm. And he's like, time to, you know, bust out my, my special stash. Yeah. <laughs> so he pulls out some, some thick poison and he walks into the barn with it and starts spraying stuff down. And those spiders just dissolve. Yeah, like that stuff's really like strong. Spraying acid on him, basically. And as he's going and checking stuff out and disturbing stuff, he finds the professor completely webbed up. Mm-hmm. You know, spiders crawling all over him. Uh, he he looks like he ran into like Shelob's lair or something. Right. Uh, wow. you'll, you'll get that if you're a nerd. Uh, <laughs> oh no! I just added myself. That's right. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh. 
She loves the spider from Lord of the Rings. I know. <laughs> now I'm not cool. Yeah. Oh, or at man. least you didn't know about Angolian. Oh, no. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, uh, Jeff Daniels gets gets into his house with the aide, mm. and his family's there, and he's like, family, we gotta go, but at this point, um, they're watching, uh, I forget the name of the show. Mm-hmm. I forget if it's like Family Matters or Family yeah, Ties, yeah. but it's Michael, Michael J. Fox. Uh-huh. Is in it and uh, and uh, Michael, uh, I always forget if it's Gross or Gross, but Michael Gross of Tremors fame, the guy that plays Burt Gummer, they're watching that show, uh-huh. which means that the uh, the bacon number of every actor in the show gets a lot easier for me to determine. <laughs> as they're as as he's telling his family, hey, we gotta go. Uh, the house just instantly becomes infested with these spiders. Yeah. Start they're coming crawling, out. They're crawling from the ceiling, from the floor, they're everywhere. And and this is this is the scene from the movie that's like really disturbing to me. Mm-hmm. Cuz these are real spiders and they're they just surround. Every time the camera pans, there's just spiders on the wall. And there's everywhere. more of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm sure it's a couple real spiders mixed with like some fake stand-in spiders cuz there's so many goddamn spiders. Mm-hmm. They're like dropping from the ceiling on webs. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. Absolutely everywhere. And um, they can't go the way they came because the door is surrounded by spiders. So they decide to go upstairs. They run upstairs. They hide in the bathroom. The spiders start crawling from under the door. Uh, they they get out a window. Jeff Daniels grabs a towel and tries to like beat them back. But they start like oozing out of the doorknob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's way to describe. He's surrounded and he can't get out of the uh, he can't get out the window way. Uh, his family and the aide escape through the window. Um, but he can't follow because there's too many spiders and he's kind of trapped and he freaks out and he runs out of the bathroom door and uh, the spiders freak him out so much he ends up falling over the banister. Yeah. And crashing through the floor with the bad wood. Mm-hmm. All the way to the cellar. All the way to the cellar. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Delbert, John Goodman, is outside. And uh, he's he's geared up for war. Yeah. He's got uh, he's got the jumpsuit, the gloves, he's got two sprayers, and and he enters the building like full bore, spraying down spiders. Just turning them to rot. And uh, meanwhile, Jeff Daniels is on the floor. Uh freaked out he's shaking he's shaking his whole body patting down for spiders but there's no spiders to pad down yeah there's nothing in the cellar yeah and then he realizes cold damp no spiders the nest is under my house yeah at some point the spiders move their 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 nest from the barn to under his cellar that was a little shot they did Uh And uh, the reasoning that they did for this is John Goodman said, the nest's probably not in the barn. It's too drafty. It's probably too cold for him. Yeah. So, you know, that's the reason. It's neat. Yeah. So, so while he's down there, he starts having like this, this duel with the, with the queen, this big-ass spider. Yeah. So uh, they go back and forth. It like lands on his shovel. He flips it away and they... Uh, he kind of chases it down, and they run around back and forth. And in the end, uh, the queen ends up splatted onto uh, a broken electrical wire. Yeah, it's awesome. And it just fries, and it explodes out a little, and it's it's good shit. Yeah. So he's like, okay, cool, I killed the queen, now i got to find the, the nest. Yeah. You know. The sack. So Pretty he much. gets like a little, a little uh, torch and a little bit of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Or he finds the alcohol first because it's a wine cellar, and uh, and he's got a little like lighter torch thing in his hand, mm-hmm. and he starts dabbing, like sloshing alcohol onto onto the gross egg sac, mm-hmm. and as he does, the general shows up. It's yeah. things like as big as his face. It's huge. Yeah. It like screams and it jumps at him, and he like kind of grabs it with his hand and throws it away. Uh, and they're they're doing this cat and mouse thing where he's trying to look for it and it's coming closer to him, and he ends up grabbing like a can of spray paint or something, mm-hmm. and creating a mini flamethrower and chasing the yeah. spider around his cellar with the flamethrower, and uh, there's a great shot 
of just flames spewing out and the fire reflecting on the spider's eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's fantastic. Um, and as he's going, he kind of uh, loses track of it. And uh, then he hears it in, like, the pipes above him, like, the air vents. Mm -hmm. Just kind of scurrying around. So he goes to, like, the exit point with his flamethrower. And uh, he's waiting for something, and nothing happens. There's no sound. And the second he drops his guard, that spider just jumps on him. Yeah. And he freaks out. He crashes into some shit. It falls down on top of him. He's trying to escape, and he doesn't know where the hell the spider is. And, uh, and when he does crawl out, the spider's, like, too close. Mm -hmm. It's, like, already on top of him, and it crawls up his pant leg mm -hmm. and uh, over to, like, a plank of wood resting on Jeff Daniels' body, and he's, like, frozen in fear. He mm -hmm. can't move. He's just shaking. But the moment the spider's central mass gets over the plank of wood, he slams his arm down and kind of seesaws it into, yeah. into some burning debris. Yeah. And he's like, Perfect. oh, man. And, and he, like, takes a breath. And uh, he starts to get up to, like, take care of the egg sac. Mm -hmm. But a flaming spider jumps out of the debris and starts chasing him down. But luckily he's got the nail gun with him. And the spider makes a leap for him. And he uses the nail gun and he just nails in midair. Mm -hmm. And the spider's flaming corpse on the nail shoots across the room into the egg sac, which immediately combusts. Yeah. It's a fantastic climax to this film of just having a fire spider shot with a nail gun and exploding on an egg sac. It's one of the coolest things I've seen. It's pretty damn sweet. Yeah. And well, like, again, like the, you know... Going back to the Jaws thing. It's like the fucking air tank exploded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's end of the line. And uh, and Jeff Daniels takes a breath. And the second he does, arms wrapped around him because John Goodman found him. He's like, no need to thank me. And yeah. drags him drags him out. And then he comes back with the fire extinguisher and he starts spraying down the, the, the cellar. Which I wouldn't. I'd burn down the house and barn. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> Build so Jeff one. Daniels is freaking out, and he's like, the spiders, the spiders, and his wife has them. He's like, no, no, it's cool. Whatever whatever John Goodman didn't kill, they're dying on their own, because the spiders have a short shelf life being hybrids and drones. Yeah. You know. I'm sure so, it makes sense. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, I know, <laughs> I know uh, nothing about spiders. Me neither. <laughs> maybe for drones, I don't know. Like, Because I'm thinking like mayflies, other things that have short life cycles, you know, they just kind of exist to breed and then they die out but these are hybrids so who knows what the heck's going on with them yeah uh and from here we cut to the city which is exactly what the fuck i would do. exactly yeah no they didn't try to make the country work they just moved back to the city yeah uh and they're just enjoying their time in san francisco over some of that wine that was too expensive for them to drink and they're like, well, back to the grind and all the terrible things that come with the yeah. city. But here's the predictability. Right. And having weird country shit happen. Um, and they're like, yeah, and then there's a small earthquake. Mm -hmm. But uh, as as I was thinking when I first saw this movie, and as Zach audibly pointed out, just ditch that town without a doctor. You know? <laughs> now they got nobody to treat their wounded. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, so... Yeah, and, and then from there, after the small earthquake and the uh, the wine bottle falling over when they go to check the kids, that's the end of the film. Yeah. And it, uh, it wraps up right about there. They're back at San Francisco, back where they... Yeah, I thought earthquake was going to jar something out of one of the boxes. No, no such luck. Nope, it's it's they, over. They didn't want to give us a teaser. Nah. <laughs> we don't, this, this movie, there's no need for an arachnophobia too. Arachnophobe harder. Oh, yeah. I'd be in. <laughs> just, just restart it now. Just like yeah. Dumb and Dumber. Thirty uh, bring years Jeff after Daniels the back. Fact. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Bring him back. Just Jeff Daniels goes back to the city. Mm -hmm. Goes back to the country. Some unfinished business with the spider. Well, we joked that the shaking could have been a giant uh, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man-sized spider. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be in for that. So. um... The tarantula that they got is an Australian bird-eating tarantula. Oh, my gosh. And they added a uh, prosthetic abdomen to make it look even bigger than it was. Uh-huh. Um, that's a little 
fun thing. Uh, another fun fact, and I, I, it made me really sad to learn because I always hoped there were some giant ass spiders in like the Amazon. Right. You know, like the size of dogs or something. <laughs> you know, like I always, I always had like this hope in me, but um, I've heard that those were impossible due to how the respiratory system of how insects work is. Mm -hmm. Like back in the day when you had like foot long cockroaches and all that stuff going on hundreds of millions of years ago, the only reason they could exist is because of the amount of oxygen in the atmosphere. Right. And that basically Hercules beetles and about as big as you see bugs that we've already discovered are about as big as they can with the oxygen restriction currently on the planet. Wow. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, that's too bad that we don't have, like, giant spiders floating around somewhere else. You might be the only one that feels like that. Everyone else is like, thank God. <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's really cool to find something really big, you know? Like, right. like as much as I'm glad that, like, I when I'm at the ocean, I don't have to worry about a megalodon. Right. Like, wouldn't it be cool if, like, we found one? Yeah. Like, you know, those went extinct once again, like, hundreds of millions of years ago. They've, they've been right. gone for a while. Probably outcompeted by Great Whites. I heard they were making another Meg movie, so I'm into oh. that. Yeah, Meg Ryan hasn't worked in a long time. It's been a Good while. for her. Yeah. You know, she's had kind of a rocky road, but I'd be happy to see her back. We'll get there. <laughs> Don't, no love for Meg Ryan? Yeah, she's alright. Oh, come on. Harry met Sally. You've got mail. Sure. I haven't seen French Kiss in like 20 years, but I remember that Kevin Klein was funny. Kevin Klein's always funny, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alright, tell us. Like a god? Tell us what you thought about arachnophobia as the resident uh, arachnophobic. <laughs> arachnophobic, yes. Yeah. Well, luckily I've seen this movie, so I knew what to expect when. Right. So it wasn't you know, so that's bad. I got to watch you react to stuff. Did you wig the first time you watched it? I've always remembered that, and yeah, I don't know. I, maybe that is the reason I'm a, right. not a big fan of spiders. I enjoy the study of spiders and like their, you know, the way they work and yeah. hunts yeah. and all that. There's a lot of crazy, cool spiders. Uh -huh. You know, one of the reasons I ones that fucking take birds out and shit. Yeah. The fuck, man. Yeah, the gold, golden orb weaving spiders in Australia. Those are always fun. Yeah. Bird eating spiders. I saw that one tarantula. video where the guy he had a bowl over the spider. And, like, he moves the bowl and the thing was fucking massive. I was like, never go to Australia, man. Never. Yeah, yeah that's the huntsman spider. As much as I want to die historic on Fury Road, I will not go. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 thank you. But the movie, I've, I've always liked to watch the movie, even though it's kind of, it always kind of yeah. freaked me out a little bit. Right. But it's, yeah. it's still a good movie, you know? Yeah, yeah for, for those of you wondering, it's about, like, gremlins-level horror. You know? uh, yeah. Like it's more, it's it's almost more comedy than horror. So like, if you, if you want to like wean some someone onto horror, this is a good like gateway. Honestly, I would argue it's it's kind of scary though. Oh yeah, it's very especially if you you have yeah, a disinclination spiders, towards yeah, spiders. Yeah. This is your fun. this is your kryptonite. But like, yeah. In in terms of like you know. Uh, like, you know, it just has a nice little balance of, of comedy and horror and just making it all kind of flow organically. Sometimes I wonder if we think things are funnier than they are, just because we're sick fucks. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> like, if someone watched this story, they said this is a comedy. <laughs> okay, I will, I will say, if you can't see the humor in Audition. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Deeper, deeper, deeper. If you don't have a good laugh in Human Centipede when he's talking about his beautiful three dog, I, I'm not sure, you know. Right. I don't know if I like the cut of your jib. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, shit, man. All right, Dutch, what do you think? Well, I, I really like this movie. It's a solid, it's a solid, you know, like, second reel B, B film. It's as good as it is, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, in terms of, like, making a movie where the villain is a bunch of spiders, I don't think you could do any better than this. You know, like, right. quote-unquote realistic spiders and not right. giant spiders. Yeah. You know? It's, uh, it's, it's just a good time. And like I was saying, it's just kind of, like, some gateway horror into, like, some actual scary things. Like, there's nothing in here I find particularly traumatizing. Um... Yeah. It's it's just it's just a really good time. I really enjoy this movie. This is better than Congo. 
oh, man. Like, I feel like cinematically it's better than Congo. Mm-hmm. But like Congo, there's just so much to enjoy in Congo yeah. from the from the laser crystals to the sentient eight people to the Bruce Campbell. To yeah. The, <laughs> Maybe we could watch it and then the Mitchell, talk about it yeah. then. See yeah. what we think. Yeah, we should do that. We can decide. We do Congo. To the Ernie Hudson. Episode thirty Congo. Episode thirty. All right, <laughs> we got. Fuck what we planned. We got to figure it out. No, I just can't. It's Mastering Commander. Oh, yeah. yeah so we got to do that for 30. Yeah, yeah we got to do Master and Commander. Yeah. I don't have that one written down. I will do that now. Yeah, that's for sure 30. Because it's an epic movie, and that's like a big deal. Podcast, yeah. You know? yeah. 30's a big deal. So yeah, it's so. exciting. Right. Good stuff. Yeah. I also love the Arachnophobia. I think it's awesome. Jeff Daniels is always a treat. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Good jump scares. And just one of the best endings ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. So Great awesome. climax. Yeah. All right, you want to grade this and go home? Let's do it. I'm an A. All right. A for arachnophobia. Right. Um, yeah, solid B movie. Solid B. I really right. like it. I feel like, first off, I would probably go A. But this is definitely a movie I'll probably rewatch. And, like, as I grow with it and I love it more, it'll probably get to A+. plus. But as it sits here in our honest first appraisal, I'd go A. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a good movie. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I loved it. It's fun so, to watch. Yeah, go watch Arachnophobia and get ready for Congo. It's coming. Yeah. Not 30. <laughs> not the next one. But no, it won't, but it'll be within the next five. I promise yes. you that. Yes. <laughs> good stuff. So. All right. All right, guys. You have a great time. I almost said good evening because it's like 8.30 for us. Good time. You have whatever time of day you have good time with it. Yeah. Sounds good. Right. We Very eloquent. Yeah. Bye.